This is CPX number 82, Your Penance After Confession. We are in the Catechism of Pope St. Pius X, CPX, page 98 to 100, question and answer 105 through 123. God give you his peace. In nomine Patris, Sifirid, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Heavenly King, Consoler Spirit, Spirit of Truth, who art present everywhere and filling all things, treasure of all good and source of all life, come dwell in us, cleanse us, and save us, you who are all good. In nomine Patris, Sifirid, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Number 105, what is satisfaction? Answer, satisfaction, which is also called sacramental penance, is one of the acts of the penitent by which he makes a certain reparation to the justice of God for his sins by performing the works the confessor imposes on him. Number 106, is the penitent bound to accept the penance imposed on him by the confessor? Answer, yes, the penitent is bound to accept the penance imposed on him by the confessor if he can perform it. And if he cannot, he should humbly say so and ask some other penance. Number 107. When should the penance be performed? Answer. If the confession has fixed no time, the penance should be performed as soon as convenient and as far as possible while in the state of grace. Number 108. How should the penance be performed? Answer. The penance should be performed entirely and devoutly. Number 109. Why is a penance imposed in confession? Answer, a penance is imposed because after sacramental absolution, which remits sin and its eternal punishment, there generally remains a temporal punishment to be undergone, either in this world or in purgatory. Number 110, why has our Lord willed to remit all the punishment due to sin in the sacrament of baptism and not in the sacrament of penance? Answer, our Lord has willed to remit all the punishment due to sin in the sacrament of baptism and not in the sacrament of penance, because the sins after baptism are much more grievous, being committed with fuller knowledge and greater ingratitude for God's benefits, and also in order that the obligation of satisfying for them may restrain us from falling into sin again. Number 111, can we of ourselves make satisfaction to God? Answer, of ourselves, we cannot make satisfaction to God, but we certainly can do so by uniting ourselves to Jesus Christ, who gives value to our actions by the merits of his passion and death. Number 112, does the penance which the confessor imposes always suffice to discharge the punishment which remains due to our sins? Answer, the penance which the confessor imposes does not ordinarily suffice to discharge the punishment remaining due to our sins, and hence we must try to supply it by other voluntary penances. Number 113. Which are the works of penance? Answer. The works of penance may be reduced to three kinds. Prayer, fasting, and alms deeds. Number 114. What is meant by prayer? Answer. By prayer is meant every kind of pious exercise. Number 115. What is meant by fasting? By fasting is meant every kind of mortification. Number 116. What is meant by almsgiving? By almsgiving is meant every spiritual or corporal work of mercy. Number 117, which penance is the more meritorious, that which the confessor gives or that which we do of our own choice? Answer, the penance which the confessor imposes is the most meritorious because being part of the sacrament, it receives greater virtue from the merits of the passion of Jesus Christ. Number 118, do those who die after having received absolution but before they have fully satisfied the justice of God go straight to heaven? Answer, no, they go to purgatory, there to satisfy the justice of God and be perfectly purified. Number 119, can the souls in purgatory be relieved of their pains by us? Answer, yes, the souls in purgatory can be relieved by our prayers, alms deeds, all our other good works and by indulgences, but above all by the holy sacrifice of the Mass. 
Number 120. Besides his penance, what else must the penitent do after confession? Answer. Besides performing his penance after confession, the penitent, if he has justly injured another in his goods or reputation, or if he has given him scandal, must as soon as possible, and as far as he is able, restore him his goods, repair his honor, and remedy the scandal. Number 121. How can the scandal be remedied? Answer. The scandal can be remedied by removing the occasion of it and by edifying by word and example those whom we have scandalized. Number 122. How should we make satisfaction to one whom we have offended? Answer. We should make satisfaction to one whom we have offended by asking his pardon or by some other suitable reparation. Number 123. What fruits does a good confession produce in us? Answer. A good confession, one, remits the sins we have committed and gives us the grace of God. Two, restores us peace and quiet of conscience. Three, reopens the gates of heaven and changes the eternal punishment of hell into a temporal punishment. And four, preserves us from falling again and renders us capable of partaking of the treasury of indulgences. Thus are the words of the Holy Pope. So let's take a look at about five of those, and I'll give you some of my Father Dave Nick's thoughts on these. Uh, let's start with number 110. Why has our Lord willed to remit all the punishment due to sin in the sacrament of baptism and not in the sacrament of penance? The Pope answers, Our Lord has willed to remit all the punishment due to sin in the sacrament of baptism and not in the sacrament of penance because the sins after baptism are much more grievous, being committed with fuller knowledge and greater ingratitude for God's benefits, and also in order that the obligation of satisfying for them may restrain us from falling into sin again. Okay, so, you know, just a reminder that if you die after baptism, which, of course, can only be once in your life, of course, unless you receive conditional baptism, and even then, it's in some sense considered your only baptism. But if you die right after baptism, either as an infant or as an adult, you go straight to heaven. Now, that's only for baptism. That's not the case for confession. You see, there's this kind of weird modernist myth that if you die right after confession as an adult, even if you just committed mortal sin, somehow you skip purgatory and go straight to heaven. That's false. Listen again to 118. The Pope writes, Do those who die after receiving absolution but before they fully satisfy the justice of God go straight to heaven? He answers, No, they go to purgatory there to satisfy the justice of God and be perfectly purified. Now, you have to understand this. Martyrs and saints do skip purgatory. They go straight to heaven. I think there's a modern myth that every saint has to go to purgatory too, but that too is a myth. I think that's a myth honestly propagated because the thought kind of goes like this. The error goes like this. If everyone goes to purgatory, then nobody goes to hell, so that means everyone has to go to purgatory. It's just not true. The truth is this. Many people go to hell. Very few people skip purgatory. But the saints and the martyrs do. And we know this from all the old school mystics and saints, so don't buy the modern myths on all this stuff. Okay, let's take a look at number 111. Can we of ourselves make satisfaction to God? He answers, of ourselves, we cannot make satisfaction to God, but we certainly can do so by uniting ourselves to Jesus Christ, who gives value to our actions by the merits of his passion and death. Now, this is so important to, that we realize that our penance is united to Christ's only salvific act, his passion, death, and resurrection, which is transmitted to transmits all of these merits to us by confession, via the Mass, actually. So we're not pulling ourselves up to heaven by our own bootstraps by doing the penance. This is, in some sense, an extension of the Mass and the Passion of Jesus. Our penance is, in some sense, a extension of the Passion of Jesus. And, you know, the truth is, all through life, even outside of a continuation of a sacrament, all through our life, the fact is, any good we've done, it's Christ accomplishing in us, and any evil is our own. But remember, our cooperation through our life with that grace, this isn't just in matters of confession, 
But when we cooperate with grace our whole life, then that does merit us a higher level of glory in heaven. And in the case of confession, our obedience to the penance assigned is not just merit, but it is necessary for salvation. Let's take a look at 117. Which penance is the more meritorious, that which the confessor gives or that which we do on our own choice? He says, the penance which the confessor imposes is the most meritorious because being part of the sacrament, it receives greater virtue from the merits of the passion of Jesus Christ. So, of course, you know, this is where obedience comes in, that the most important penance is to obey what was given of you. The grace is attached to the penance given. Now, of course, you can always do more. As number 112 said today, the penance which the confessor imposes does not ordinarily suffice to discharge the punishment remaining due to our sins, and hence we must try to supply it by other voluntary penances. In other words, if you remember CCAP, that mnemonic I gave you, CCAP that I had you memorize, that gets you out of hell. That brings your hell time down to zero, but it doesn't get your purgatory time down to zero. That is where a sacrificial life of love comes in after we leave the confessional. If we want to get our purgatory time down to zero, this is what the Pope called other voluntary penances. But if obedience to your penance, the assigned penance, is so important, what about when this is an ambiguous penance? So, like, for example, let's say you go to a priest and he gives you a penance like, your penance is to love Jesus more. Well, first of all, I don't go to those loosey-goosey priests anymore. But if I were to hear that when I go to confession, and we priests go to confession, of course, if I heard as my penance, your penance is to love Jesus more, I would just kindly say, Father, that's a lifetime penance that I'll never fully accomplish. Can you please give me a penance that I can complete before I leave the church? And most priests, even loosey-goosey priests, will oblige that. Okay, just two more today. Number 122, how should we make satisfaction to one whom we've offended? Answer, we should make satisfaction to one whom we've offended by asking his pardon or by some other suitable reparation. You know, I can still remember 20 years ago, I remember I once cussed in front of a kid and his dad at Logan Airport in Boston. This was long before I was in seminary, 20 years ago. And I remember the kid looked at me and his dad looked at me and it's haunted me to this day. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure I've confessed it, but I wish I could go back and apologize to that family and tell them, especially tell that kid that's not what a real man does. Number 123, what fruits does a good confession produce in us? Answer, a good confession, one, remits the sins we've committed and gives us the grace of God. Two, restores us peace and quiet of conscience. Three, reopens the gates of heaven and changes the eternal punishment of hell into a temporal punishment. Number four, preserves us from falling again and renders us capable of partaking of the treasury of indulgences. Okay, so the only one I want to highlight here is number two, that a good confession restores us peace and quiet of conscience. The Council of Trent says something very similar to that, restores us peace and quiet of conscience. Now remember, just chronologically remember this, that the devil always makes you feel nervous before you go to confession, but the peace of Christ always envelops you after confession. So if you're ever debating if you should go, always remember you should ignore any fear or anxiety on the way to confession since you know the peace will be more lasting than the guilt, the peace will be more lasting than the shame or the trouble. Please say an hour, Father, for me, et benedictio Deum, nepotentis, patris, et spiritus sancti, descende super vos, et mani, et semper. Amen.